This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. It's a very big honor to um, be able to say a short Dvar Torah for Torah Anytime um, on this era of Pesach. I think the message that I'd like to give um, this time of year, and especially era of Pesach, so everybody's in their own Mitzrayim. The word Mitzrayim comes from the word Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim is narrowness, um, depression. Um, we, all, we all have our struggles. Everybody has their struggles. And Kleisrael had their struggles in Mitzrayim. We all have our Mitzrayim. We all have um, Mitzrim that we serve. We have um, technology. We have our own Yeshaharas. And we're all struggling. And... Um, we see that in Mitzrayim there were three things that Klai Israel didn't change. They didn't change the way they dressed. They didn't change the way they spoke. And they didn't change their names. And those three things are the three things that um, according to Chazal kept us as a nation from falling into the 50th level of Tumah. I think that we should sit down at the Seder we should think about those three things this year. Um, if that's what saved us then, that's what will save us now. So, when it says that we didn't change our names, um, what does that mean exactly? We didn't change our names. Did they not have? Did they not have Egyptian names? Um, I don't know if they had Egyptian names. But Lemaisa, every Jewish name has its shayrish, has its um, source of where it comes from, and. I think that what it means is that they didn't change their names, that they all remain connected to the source or whatever that name is. And that name that was given, of course, the Kedusha. Um, we, you know, in the United States of America, in this gullus and assimilation, um, I think the main point of the three things that they didn't change their names. So you change your name. So you, you went from Michal to Michael. I mean, that's so important that you know why is that so important that that's what saved you from Mitzrayim that you you call yourself Michael and you call yourself Michal it doesn't really make that much sense and what about their clothing so so they would they, they, they would have dressed in, uh, in, in in designer you know designer named clothing um, what, what does that mean what's a Mitzri clothing what's a what's a Jewish clothing what exactly you know what does that mean they didn't change their language all these three things, I mean, they serve the Vayd Zara. They serve the Vayd Zara. They're on the 49th level of a Vayd Zara. This is what saved them? I mean, it seems to be very minimal. Like, you know, okay, so you dress differently and name's a little bit different. It's not like such a big deal. You know, they probably fill it even though they were Mitzrayim. They daven even though they were Mitzrayim. They kept Shabbos even though they were Mitzrayim. No, no. The reason they got out of Mitzrayim, they didn't change their name. They didn't change their language. They didn't change their dress. And I think the point is, those are three things that lead to assimilation. Not keeping Shabbos doesn't lead to assimilation. But when I want to look different, when I don't want to look like a Jew, and my name shouldn't be a Jewish name, and I don't want to talk like a Jew, that's assimilation. And the dis- that means I want to look like the guy. I want to go to the baseball game. And I want to, want to see how a yarmulke or tits is. And I want my friends to call me like Mike so that no one knows at work 
you know that you know that that, that I'm Jewish, and 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 I don't want to have Chasvushalom like talk Yiddish or anything like that or Hebrew. So 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 those three things were things that made you be like the non-Jewish people and to assimilate with them, and that is the destruction of Chasvushalom. Not Shabbos. Shabbos, of course, it's very important. Don't get me wrong. Everything is very important. But when you dress like them, your name sounds like them, you talk like them, you're soon going to become them. And I think that maybe you know, every time that Kleistral really runs into a Holocaust or a Spanish Inquisition or the destruction of the base of Migdash, we're, we're always, when we get to the top, where we, we feel like we belong. You know, in Germany, the Jews before the Holocaust, the Jews were in the parliament, they were in the government, they were in the politics, they were the bankers, they were the professors, you know, they were the scientists, they, you know, they, they became part of the non-Jewish world to such a level that Hashem had to remind us that not only we're Jewish, but the Nazis killed anyone that was a child, even if the mother wasn't Jewish, but the father was Jewish. So Hashem had to remind us in a very harsh way, the Spanish Inquisition was the golden era. The Jews were millionaires. The Jews were, were, were powerful. They were close to the king. What happened in the Spanish Inquisition? What happened in Spain? We ended up getting all thrown out of Spain. What happened? We assimilated. We talk like them. We walk like them. You know, there's a song, walk like an Egyptian. We walk like them. We talk like them. We, we look like them. Our cars are like them. Our houses look like them. Our movies, our televisions, our, we, that's the destruction of Kaiserum. So it saved us in Mitzrayim. Was even though we hit, we went down to Avoid Desert, which is an Avera, we didn't assimilate. And because we didn't assimilate, because we were different, it says that Kleistral left Mitzrayim, there wasn't one immoral act between a Jew and a non-Jew. Do you know what that means to live in Mitzrayim for 210 years? No men fooling around with Egyptian ladies, no Jewish women fooling around with, with Jewish men, nothing. It happened one time by accident, it's a whole story, that's the, that's the Egyptian that Moshe Rabbeinu killed. There was no immorality, how could there be no immorality? They were their slaves. The answer is, we might have served by Zara, but we walked around proud being a Jew. I look like a Jew, I talk like a Jew, my name is a Jew, I live differently, I live in Goshen, I don't live with you, I'm different. What saved us in Mitzrayim, we were different. What's destroying us today and our children is our technology has to be like their technology, our cars, the way we dress, the way we talk, the way we think. And we think that because of that, we are going to be like them. Hashem will never like, never allow us to be like them. So I think that we need to sit by our siddharam and think about these three things and maybe take on something that makes me feel Jewish. Something that I do and that I'm not ashamed to be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever I do and to, everyone should know that I am Jewish. Judaism is something to be proud of. Judaism is not something to hide. If you go into a baseball game, my father used to say, if wherever you're going you can't wear a yarmulke, you shouldn't be there. So if you go into a baseball game, there's nothing wrong. If you feel like there's nothing wrong with a baseball game, then you can wear your yarmulke. Or if you feel that everyone's going to hate you if you wear a yarmulke, you shouldn't be in a place where everybody hates you. So I think that's, you know, also I think that, you know, yeah, very much into giving non-Jewish names. I think we should give our children Jewish names. 
not non-Jewish names. Um, my father, Lushalom, fought very much. He had a non-Jewish name. When he came to America, they had to give him an English name when he got to Ellis Island. And uh, his name in Hebrew was Yitzchak. And he actually went to court about 12 years before he died. And he finally got his name changed legally, social security number, everything. It always bothered him that he didn't have a Jewish name. Baruch Hashem, the last 12 years of his life, he had, he had his Hebrew name. He was called Yitzchak, not his English name. So it's, it's very important that we take back that pride that we're Jewish. And I think that that's the point I want to make this year. It's not a point that I've ever made before, and that we should sit by the Seder and think about how to take on something to be proud that we're the Jews and the chosen nation of Hashem. And maybe if we do that, then Hashem will give us back our Jewish land, our Jewish house, the base of Midash, our Jewish city, Yerushalayim, our Jewish land, Eretz Yisrael. Um, and we should be all zeicha to be this year. I still have a week, at least a week, more than a week, eight days, nine days, to Hashem should give us back the base of Midash. And once again, I think the word I'm looking for is two words. It's called Jewish pride. I think it's time for us to be proud of who we are and to stop hiding it. That's my message this year. You may all have a tzlacha and a good bench year. Hashta avdei. Now we are servants. L'shan Next year, we should all be free like Klai Yisrael and Mitzrayim. Because of these three things that they didn't change, they left Bechipazon. In a second, they went from slave to master. It takes one second. Slave to master takes one second. May we see that change this year. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.